When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to the Monday Metrospective on SEN Track. Text us on 0499 736 736. Welcome back. Trot's Life Breeders Week. Third annual edition. And uh, we've started off talking to HBV President Nick Cooper about the week ahead. Um, we're currently two races down in Metrospective. We're about to talk about the third race, and one man who's going to be pretty happy to hear it is Gary Withers, who's the breeder and part owner of Hurricane Hustler. How are you, Gary? Jason, good. Good, thanks. Thanks uh, for having me. No, very happy to, to have a chat, mate. And to be honest, though, you, you've, got, you've got something to live up to because uh, I had a chat earlier with your partner in life and crime, and if you um, can deliver as much information as she did, uh, you'll have done an extremely... An extremely good job. You must have been a happy man on Saturday night. This was a very dominant win. No, he went really well. Everyone was really pleased with him, and sort of Craig was wrapped, and Jody had good reports. It was just a good night all round. Now, I mentioned earlier, we're doing Breeders' Weekend. Uh, I, look, I didn't know your, your history, but you're a full-blown sicko for breeding, aren't you? I mean, you've been, you've been doing it for a very, very long time. And uh, to tell us where it all started, because it didn't start yesterday. No, it started when I was a kid. Um, I, I lost my father early in life and sort of I used to go with a bloke by the name of George Henderson. He used to pick me up when I was about 12 years old and take me to the trots. And we used to go every week and I don't know whether you'd know uh, Arthur White and his wife, they were bookmakers back then and I used to knock around them in the committee room at the showgrounds and, you know, there used to be seven, 8,000 people there and it just used to be a great night and I've been hooked ever since. So what got you hooked into the breeding aspect of the game, though? I mean, generally speaking, people go out there, they might buy a small share in a horse, they get involved as punters, they get involved as patrons, as fans, but it's real deep diving to get into the breeding game. What what headed you down that path? Well, first of all, I, I, I bought a horse back in the 90s and I fell in love with it, but it didn't go any good. But um, its half-brother was all right, a horse called King Lear. And that's what started me. So then I went out and bought the mother, La Noir Chevelle. And that's what, that was back in the 80s. And, and so, I mean, that is, that's going back even further than, uh, than, than was indicated. So all the way back there, and I'm sure you've had a little bit of success, but certainly this is a really nice horse here. And you've had Brayside Seal Star, who you stood as well. So this has been like a deep, long-term, uh, probably, is this a great passion of your life, really, breeding? Oh, well, once you've had one, you can't help yourself. Like, And, you know, to win races in Melbourne, we were lucky enough with Brayside Seals to win a Maryborough Cup, the Gamma Light, and also the Melton Plate. Well, you know, it takes a fair horse to do that. 
And back then, that's what really hooked me up because I bought the the four, the foal, which was Brayside Seals. There was a uh, orphan, and Sandy Yarnley had it, and I bought it off Whitelocks, which owned those um, real good horses um, that Purden had back, you know, ten years ago. And it just sucks you in, and then you can't get rid of them. <laughs> oh, well, I'm told. Well, I'm it's told worse you, when you have billions. I'm told when you don't uh, that you don't get rid of mothers. We'll talk about the commercial aspect of breeding later in the week, as I mentioned. But apparently, um, once they're on your property, once they're born on your property, um, they're pretty much there for life. Oh, I've got to bury them. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just, is it just one of those situations, that, we spoke about them being like your kids, is it one of those situations you just can't bear to lose them? Oh, well, you don't want to part with them. Sort yeah. of, the funny thing about it, a couple of times I got off of big money, like for Brayside Seals and that, and I knocked it back. And then I think, oh, you should take the money, but I just can't part with them. Something wrong with me. And you just never know, do you? Um, and we don't know how good Hurricane Hustler is yet, but that was a big win on Saturday night. I think somebody in your position, if you ever did get rid of one and it turned out to be the champion, I don't know if we'd get you back. You might be in bed for six weeks after that, uh, Gary. So that's the situation, isn't it? You don't know which one's going to be the real good one. Yeah, but I'd probably be in the paddock with the other old brood mares, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How good do you think this horse is now? He'd been racing well, and it turns out that 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 run where he just narrowly missed behind Runaway Celebrity was franked on Saturday night because Runaway Celebrity got back to her best form. But that looked courier best to me. He just he he feels like he was really in the zone. Yeah, no, he's racing really well, and Craig's done a real good job of him. Um, he's been a bit troublesome from time to time, but um, he's definitely got the ability. It just you know needs a bit of luck, and I think he's starting to get switched on now, which is great. Now, Steve Cleaver is going to join me again for Metrospective in a moment. He'd like to know a little bit more about Warrawee Needy, I think. Uh, Jesse's girl has a filly weanling by Warrawee Needy at his joint at the moment. I hadn't, I don't, I don't know a lot about this sire, and I'd like to know two things. Why you chose him for Hurricane Hustler, and two, what your philosophies are generally after being in the game for so long about who you do like to go to and how much time you put into the crosses and all the rest. Bloody luck. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we went up. I was wrapped in Caribbean blast, and that's why we went up there to Yerraby because I always liked him as a racehorse, and I thought he'd throw a horse. But then when we got there, Caribbean Blaster was there, and they bought um, Warrawee Needy out, and he's about sixteen five, sixteen six, real big, chunky horse. And at the time, he'd broken the world record for the at um, in Canada, and. Uh, just fell in love with him, so we served two mares with him. That's an absolute That's monster for a standard bread, isn't it? But it hasn't it hasn't sort of transferred. Just looking at, I don't think I've ever been up close in person with Hurricane Hustler, but he doesn't look sixteen hands. But you've got a three year old there that it looks a little bit more like Warrawee Needy, I'm told. Yeah, no, he the other blokes, uh, he's sixteen for three, I suppose. He's a whopping horse. But we just left him in the paddock because he was just too big. And sort of Craig's going to take him shortly, I hope, and then we'll start on him. But he was just, just a real lump of a horse. So, you know, I believe that you can't run him when they're that big, so, you know, so young. So, so we just put him in the paddock for a while. So you spoke about luck, Gary, but is it a little bit of intuition as well? Because um, I'm told that Warrior We Needy and, in fact, Hurricane Hustler and even this big boy three-year-old, they've all got really placid 
beautiful personalities. Is that oh great temperament? Yeah. Is that almost something yeah. you, you look for? Like if you go yep. there and they've got a beautiful temperament, you're like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll work with you. Well, Jason, it's just like having a bloke that you know, and he's an aggro, and a bloke you know that's friendly. Which one do you team up with? <laughs> oh well. We all know a few aggro ones, I can tell you that. But, uh, I mean, sometimes well, it, sometimes yeah. the aggro can be great, but particularly in your position with so many out there. How many broodmares have you got out there at the moment? Uh, well, there's 13 all up, but sort of half of them are retired. We're just, you know, playing with them, sort of. But there's seven that are possibly that we can play with, but sort of I only breed every second year with them because I, I leave the foals on until they're nine months old. Because that way, I believe they get you know more nutrition out of the mothers than what they do out of anything else. Well, that's interesting from a man who's been uh, in it for so long. But uh, I was going to say, with so many horses out there, and none of us are getting any younger, Gary. You can't have the aggro ones there anyway, because you can't be dealing with one who's a nutball, can you? You want them all to have a pretty nice personality, if possible. Well, you tr- try your hardest, yeah. but you you just got to play with them, you know, be with them, and their temperaments change. But you know. The real aggro ones are all aggro. We've got one that's by fly, uh, fly like an eagle, and he's a nutcase. <laughs> but I've still got him. He's four year old. It doesn't sound like anyone gets to me. It. You're like the parent that's got kids who are forty two years of age, you know, and don't don't ever move out. It happens a bit more often these days than it used to. Hey, um, Gary, great chatting with you, mate. Uh, wonderful actually- story. Yeah. Um, Jason, just funny thing you said that because my son shifted out at thirty five. <laughs> I, I, I think you've got to blame yourself a little bit here, Gary. I think you're, I think you're setting a precedent when they see it. When they see a twenty seven year old broodmare out in the paddock, they think to themselves, "Well, if it's not moving out, I'm not moving out." Yeah, well, you're probably right. Uh, it's one thirty one, I think. <laughs> well, holding bows, I think she's about thirty one now. It just tells you you're a uh, you're a loving and caring bloke, mate. And I, I tell you, we wish you all the best of luck with Hurricane Hustler. But more than that, on Breeders' Week, just have a little bit of a chat about the breeding game, which has been such a, a major part of your life, mate. So I appreciate your time and good luck. Good on you. Thanks for the call. There's Gary with us. Um, that's a great little story, isn't it, uh, Steve, for the start of Breeders' Week? Uh, a man who's been totally sucked in and consumed by the game and... Worry we needy. A lower profile sire at Yerby that you know a little bit about. Yeah, I don't know a huge amount about him, but uh, Jesse's girl, we've got a weanling filly by Worry We Needy, mainly because Jesse's girl's got a brother who's by Worry We Needy called Uncle Shank up in Queensland, and he's a bit of a star. He's had 22 starts for 14 wins and uh, a best mile rate of 150.4. So we were sort of hoping to follow those lines and uh, see if we can get the same cross happening with uh, our mare. Yeah, well, um, he, he, he is a big boy. We were actually talking about Uncle Shank with um, with Lynn Marie earlier on today, having a little bit of a chat before we got hold of uh, Gary. And, yeah, I think everyone's hoping their warrior we need his turnout to be as good as Uncle Shank. We'll take a break, come back. We will talk a little bit more about that win by Hurricane Hustler in race three on Saturday night at Tabcourt Park, Melton, and an outstanding win by another very smart horse on the way up, and that's El Camino in race four.